Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Good afternoon, Terry. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? I'm fantastic. So we're still kind of... Social distancing. Social distancing <laughs> because we're, we're doing a few podcasts today, so we've got a few mm. guests coming in, so we're all... We're a bit excited about these ones, aren't we? Yeah, we are excited, but mm. you know, we've got to keep the normal normal stuff happening as mm. well. Mm. How, many, how many good photos do you have sitting on your hard drive? Oh, <laughs> that's a really funny question. Um, thousands, maybe... Oh gosh, it, it would be in the tens of thousands. And, and these these are images that you've taken personally for yourself, so mm-hmm. they they mean something to you. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever thought of doing anything with them? Occasionally, then I get distracted. But I know that some people do do great things with their their photos. And yeah, well, I was cleaning up in yeah. the office today, and I came across something. Yeah, which which I left on your, your end of the desk for I you could, to have a look yes, at. Yes, I've had a really good look at it. It's amazing. Yeah, so I, I did a weekend down at um, Byron Bay. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a, it was a weekend that was organised by Canon and mm. and whatnot. There was a few workshops and a few different things, but mm. I got some really cool images, mm. and I had the opportunity to do a photo book. Yeah, nice. So today we're talking about creating your own photo book, creating a photo yeah. book, and, and maybe maybe thinking about and look as you said at this time too when people aren't you know, aren't people aren't super busy and mm. they've got these big back catalogues of images. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how I've done that book is I've themed it on that weekend. So it's just all the images I took around of that weekend mm-hmm. and, and they're all around Byron Bay. Mm-hmm. So they're all connected to that weekend. Yeah, nice one. So, I mean, we all have trips that we've done and we've got yeah. photos from them and then we've kind of put the photos on the hard drive and forget about them. Yeah, so. yeah. And it, it's quite common that people do do that. Like we, we create these beautiful images and because we've moved into a digital era, we're not necessarily – treating our photographs the same way so we're not no. printing them we're not putting them in our photo albums we're not sharing them in a slideshow on slide night like we used to do many the, years ago <laughs> exactly and look the quality of that is quite good mm, it looks like it's been printed on photo paper it's a hard book cover a hard cover book yeah it's hard cover book yeah. and even the sleeve i had the sleeve printed with photo. yeah nice and like i said the the thing interesting about it is excuse me you can do you can do the layout, like mm. you can sit there and lay. Mm. It's all done. Most of them have an online mm-hmm. where you can bring the photos in, you can move them around. Mm. I mean, they do have te- a lot of them have templates, which is actually really quite good to navigate through. And some of them have automatic fill, don't they? So yeah, you like can actually you select. Bun- yeah, you just grab a bunch yeah. of images and this it populates the book. Yeah, because because some of those images I've got in there, they they go across two pages. Yeah. Some of them I've got little smaller images yeah. that complement some of the bigger images. Yeah, yeah. And so when we talk about photo books as well, we're also talking about storytelling, aren't we? So you're well, that's, really... That's it is. And, well, the yeah. photo books give you the opportunity to tell that story because mm. you can basically lay that lay that book out mm-hmm. to tell the story. So each photo can then lead to mm. the next event. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, surprisingly, they're not expensive to do. No, they're not. They're not. Not when they're... Um, the DIY ones, they're amazingly accessible for everybody that's it. from all and, budgets. Well, that's what I'm saying. In, the, in this current time, it's you know you can sit there, go for your photos, 
grab a bunch of photos. Yeah. I mean, you could even do a yearbook. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have some friends that use that that I know of that have done that in the past. They've yes. created yearbooks. And so and there's even a lot of platforms where you can create them from your Instagram accounts, which is quite handy. You log yes. into your Instagram, it automatically populates and you can create a book with those tiles. Those those tiles. Yeah. I mean one one of the things I used to do every year was I would especially when the kids were younger, mm. every year I'd take I'd do a slideshow because mm-hmm. uh, my computer in my study is connected to the main TV. I can like send images straight to the screen as a slideshow. Mm. So I'd just grab everything we'd done that year and I'd put it in a slideshow. Typically, yeah. typically I'd grab a hundred to a hundred, yeah, hundred and fifty images yeah. from the year. Yeah. So they'd be birthdays, they'd be yeah. events if we went somewhere. Or, yeah. And what sort of advice would you give to people who have? existing catalogues or they're intending on creating catalogues with their images, how would you suggest that they would pick their images? So would you do it as you go or would you do it at the time you're creating the book? Would you create a folder that you accessed when you're going to create your book? Uh, yeah, look, it's, it's interesting. I've got a I've got a program where I use that catalogues my photos and I can actually create albums within there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll throw images into that. I'd, I'd, I'd be... I'd be basically building that stockpile up over the year. I wouldn't wait mm. to the end of the year and then suddenly go, oh, I've got to go for all my yeah. things. So probably probably like every month or two I would go through and I'd flick some images across mm-hmm. into a folder mm-hmm. that potentially were going to end up in that end of the mm. year slideshow. Yeah, cool. So you make it part of your workflow essentially. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so it's not such a big job at the end of the year yeah. trying to trying to pick your – Okay, um, I knew I took a picture. Of, <laughs> I knew I took a picture of Terry balancing that drink on the end of her nose. She's had a few shandies that night. <laughs> but I uh, can't find it now. I really, really wanted to include it. I can absolutely relate to that. I'm going through a process at the moment where I'm doing something similar. I'm searching through for old photographs for, an, for the intention of updating my website. So, yes. yeah, it is quite a laborious task. Well, you end up with so many. I don't, I don't know how big your back catalogue is, but mine is redonkulously mm. large because I've been shooting for so long. Yes. And you've been shooting for a long time as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine yours is a little bit more extensive than mine, though, to be honest. So yeah, I've got, you know, hard drive after hard drive after yeah. hard drive after hard drive yeah. full of images. Yeah. And sometimes just like trying to find stuff. So Yeah, yeah. It's quite challenging. I had I pulled out five hard drives and I think there's still quite a few more that I need to sift yes. through. Yeah, I know. And it's just yeah. like, and I mean, I, tr- I, I, I tend to put them on there and I put them in like a year so they obviously I create a folder for a year mm-hmm. and then I drop obviously every file's done under the day it was shot. Mm. So typically I know that if I'm looking for a shot, like, oh, I remember I did a shoot such and such with uh, such and such cars mm. and that was around, you know, some event mm. in May. So it gives you a starting point. Yeah. So I kind of go looking but, yeah. yeah. So I think, and- look. So what sort of um what sort of programs are you using to print your images? So what's an example of a few companies that might be able to Um I think look other than like and I'm not going we don't really want to say this one's better than that one but there's so many yeah. online Oh platforms. there is so many. If you there? if you just google photo books. Yes. And some of them have really really good deals like I I had a friend the other day showing me her photo books. She yeah. she went to Germany. I think it was a trip she did 2 years ago and she She'd found this like, you know, that catch of the day mm-hmm, type thing. Mm-hmm. And the photo book was incredibly cheap. I, yeah. I, I want to say it was like 
95 for 100 mm-hmm. pages, something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So she thought, oh, I did that trip to Germany. I'm going to sit down and I'll pick all my favorite yeah. photos. Yeah. And she put it into the book and she did it. She did it um, as the trip worked, like yes. from, you know, um, the first images right through the last yeah. images. And it was amazing. So I just sat nice. there and flicked, flicked through it. And, yeah. and it's just lovely to see. I mean, there's something tactile about. Yes, absolutely agree. Turning pages. Yeah. Rather than digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of papers would you also suggest that people try and look out for when they're going through a company to have some photo books printed? I think it depends on the style of photos. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I know you you love your art. Fine love art. it. <laughs> your fine art papers. But, I mean, they're, they're kind of lost on certain types of images. They work, yeah, There's I certain images you. that work better. Yes. Say, using fine art paper. Yes, and some work amazingly with gloss and vivid printing. Yes, yeah, yes. absolutely. So I think it's, I think you could, I think you have to experiment because we mm. all, I suppose we've all got different tastes at the end of the day as well. Mm. But I mean, it doesn't hurt to mix it up and do some matte finish. Yeah. Um, gloss, you yes. know, and some of the, some of the other, you know, rag and yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. There's different amazing finishes. I mean, yeah. there's so many options. And I guess it all comes down to what your budget is as well, doesn't it? Because when you're using fine art paper, it's going to cost you a lot more. Yes. The printing is, is more expensive it's it's a different time of quality yep. um different kind of production so it's yeah quite yep. differently involved isn't it so th- there's another little thing i'm thinking about which is quite a cost effective little trick mm. to 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 maybe help you so, say if you say if you're having trouble trying to pick the those images to put in your photo book so you really want to do the photo book and you want to do it justice so you really want to put the photos at it that are really going to mean something to you and you mm. you kind of go, oh, yeah, I think I need this one, I need this one. I like the idea that you can take a USB down to, say, Officeworks. Yes. And for 10 cents, you can print a four by six. Yes. So for 10 cents, you can print a proof. Yes. So you print a bunch of, so you might have, I don't know, so if you go down there and you have 200 files on your stick, it, yep. that's going to cost you 20 bucks. Yeah, and it's a really nice way to just do a test run, isn't it? Do the test run and take yeah. them, take them home, and 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 scatter those photos throughout uh-huh. throughout the house, and just live with them, and work out which yeah. ones really you really resonate reson- with, you. resonate with, yeah. and then I mean that's just a process. I've done that. I use that process. I entered um, a heap of prints into one of the local shows mm-hmm. about two years ago, mm. and I was kind of had got my short list of of um, prints that I wanted to do. Yes. And I'm just about to enter some prints into another um competition as well. Oh, and I'm, awesome. Yeah, which I haven't I haven't fully decided the prints. I think I know which ones I want to put in. Please say some of your street art, the ones that I really love. <laughs> um it may yeah I don't know. It might be some travel ones. It might yeah. be some of the Italy ones. Oh nice. Some of the street stuff from Italy. That might be a good idea. <laughs> um but the the idea is like I said when I did the that show, I I, yeah. I wasn't sure, so I had my short list. So I went down to Office Works and I printed out, I think fifty pictures. Mm. I printed out fifty. Mm. That cost me a whole princely sum of five dollars. Mm-hmm. And I brought them back to the office here, and but sitting behind us in the studio here, there's a big white magnetic whiteboard. Yes. And I stuck them up all over the whiteboard. Nice. Just let them sit there, and then I just go through, and then I was going through, and I was plucking. Yeah, yeah, it's a similar process to what we used to do at university. Yeah, so I left yeah. them there for about a week. Yep. And I just went through and I plucked and plucked and plucked until I got down to about 20. Yeah, and nice. That, and that was my 
the ones that yeah. the ones that I actually entered. So it was almost like a physical culling situation yeah. for you. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think it's harder to do that on a computer. Mm. You can go backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. I mean, the good thing about it is you're walking past this whiteboard mm. a couple of times a day. Mm-hmm. You're looking at stuff and, and sometimes the photos will just, from a different angle, just you'll see something else you love in yeah. that image. Yeah. So you go, oh, yeah, that, that one's yeah. definitely, that's a definite keeper. Yeah. Yeah. And do you ever get, do you ever ask, um, so I know you do a lot of trouble with your family. Yes. Uh, so do you ever ask them what, what their favourites are to try and see how they interpret um, the I normally I normally don't <laughs> because they can. Too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> well, they, they, they sometimes have a very different view to photography to what yeah. I, I do. I mean, they quite often love the oversaturated sunsets and those things, things that I'm not a, a big fan of. Yeah, right. So people, and I know a lot of people love that, you know, really pushing the colours to the, mm. to the extremes. Mm-hmm. I tend to like it more like how I saw it. Yeah. But so no, so I don't usually use the family. I, I normally pick my, you know, pick the images myself. Yes. And it was interesting because that book there, that weekend, I shot something like 1,600 images. Yeah, right. That's a lot, isn't yeah. it? And so I don't know how many ended up in that book. There's a few, yeah. quite a few. In, a few not, you know, there's probably, I don't know. Um, about 50 maybe? Maybe 50. Maybe yeah, which 50. is actually a really good size for an album. Yeah, because yeah. some of those are like there, what would they be, A4? Yeah, almost 8 by 12s, aren't they? Yeah, like 8 by 12s. Yeah. And I've included, you know, I've done... You've mon- got some black and whites. Monochromes. Some, yeah. I've got all types of different things. And, They're uh, beautiful images, Stephen. You've done a really beautiful job. So it's just something, like I said, differently and interesting enough there's one image there, that very first one there. Oh, I love it. I love it. So that, that image there, I entered that in an international photography award and that won first place in landscape photography. Wow. So and to describe the image, how would you describe it? It, it, <laughs> it is taken from a hot air balloon. Yeah. And it was taken, you know, on a very cold morning with lots of uh, fog and mist and there was a ridge of like a top of a ridge of a hill mm-hmm. and there was a few trees on it mm. so it's just a little bit of the ridge is poking out of the fog yeah it's gorgeous and you've got these trees kind of silhouetting in the background yeah. and, and it's a very soft image it is and i sh- shot it in monochrome i love it it's really really beautiful so which typically for landscape is not normally but it didn't it didn't work as well in color mm. because of that fog mm. Yeah, so. It's got a lovely feel to it because of the fog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You see a lot of those yeah. images have fog in them. But so, yeah. so I think you know, we t- today we're talking about on this episode about photo books and the value of it. And, mm. and, just, and the other thing which is it, it gets your work out there that say, for instance, like if you've got a, a place where you do your photography business from, mm-hmm. you can do put them out as like coffee table exactly. books. Exactly, yeah. Right? yeah. And it becomes a bit of a, you know, if you, if you put them out as – like your personal projects. So these are things that, you know, you could do a couple for you. I mean, you could do a wedding album mm. of, of a bunch of different brides. Mm. And I actually have um, several wedding albums that would normally come out when there's yeah, yeah. clients around. Yeah. But are they are they of the same wedding or have you mixed them up and had several weddings mixed um, in together? I've taken the approach of using the same wedding. So it's yep. a consistent uh, example of what I would shoot in a day. Yep. Um, so, and 
in the old days, I used to actually do a combination of images, but yep. I found that clients were asking to see a full wedding from start to finish. Yeah, just so they could get a feel of it. Yeah, absolutely. Because we can always pick our best images, but it doesn't necessarily showcase how we would photograph a full yep. day of a wedding. So, yeah, I've, I've found that approach to be a little bit more appropriate for today's couples. Yep. Yeah. So, with your, your hero shots, yes. where did you put your hero shots? Were they... Right at the front or did they have to build up, get to them? Typically, I usually put one in the front. Yep, to get that that impact. To get that impact and then definitely one on the back page and towards the middle it would often have a double page spread because the albums that I actually use have a – they're a flat lay. Yes. So I can do uh, like a – an image that goes across the two pages, which yes. is amazing for gorgeous landscapes and the likes. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I haven't actually made an album for quite some time, so this is timely. <laughs> it's timely and I think, well, like I said, I think the we we forget about them. I mean, until I, I, I was cleaning up, I'd kind of forgotten about photo books. Mm. And when I picked it up and I started flicking through it, I really kind of sparked a bit of a, geez, I need to. I've got lots of good images. I yeah. Can, I should put them into a book. Yeah, and I have to say I've actually not created albums for my personal work. I've only really done it for my professional work. Yeah. And you're making and maybe, me want to do some personal maybe books. You should, maybe you should do some personal stuff. Yeah, because it would be quite lovely. It's that time of year where we're starting to really think about maybe creating some Christmas presents and whatnot. Yes. And it's yes. quite lovely to share with people, especially at the moment, because we are so distant and we there may be some time before we can actually see people, it might be a lovely way to share our experiences well, well, with Well, you're others. right. It's actually, it would, you know, sometimes we struggle what to buy people mm. for presents for Christmas mm. and different things. And, you know, if you did, it did stuff like if it was a family member mm-hmm. and there was a lot of images in there that, you know, plucked a cord with Absolutely. family members. Yeah. There's a great, great gift idea. Just yeah. There. Especially if you've got little ones and you've got family interstate that you can't see at the moment. It's a beautiful way to connect with them. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it's, it's a way, like I said, in, it's tactile. Like when mm. you, once you hand it to them, they don't need a computer. Mm. They don't need a device. Don't exactly. need power. Don't have to look at that screen and give yourself another headache for the day. <laughs> no, that's right. And like I said, and it, it's something that actually can... I suppose one way to describe it, it's kind of like living photography because mm. you can put it out on the coffee table and it just lives there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, it, and whoever comes, well, someone will pick it up and start flicking yeah. through it. And it's really lovely to have that conversation, like a nostalgic conversation about your experience, whether it was travel or whether it was yep. a day at a festival or you've gone out for coffee and cake. It's just a really lovely way to share that experience with others. I think it is. Yeah. So look, we've been talking about photo books, Terry, mm. and like I said, trying to probably give people inspiration to to go out there mm. and start looking through their old um, archives and pulling out some images yeah. and, and putting yeah. some, putting something together to share. Yeah. And how often have you heard people say, "Oh, I've got a stack of photos from my trip to such and such, and oh. I really would love to create a photo book." Every everybody, like, yeah. A lot of people have. Like, a lot of people have that same. Situation: They've got a lot of images and they're just sitting in there and they're not doing anything. They never see the light of mm. day, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hard. Yeah. It's sad. Well, the other the other thing which, and I'm not, I don't want to go all dark and gloomy here, but as a legacy thing, yeah. think about it. If, if you get some of your work published into photo books, yes. you know, there's going to be a time when you're not going to be around. Yes. Right? So, and this is what I fear, like in the past, you know, like for our grandparents and parents, they had yeah. photo they had photo albums, so you would inherit the photo albums. Yes, you would, wouldn't you? So so the current generation of twenty somethings 
They don't. What what what, yeah. do, what do their kids going to inherit? Their old iPhones. Yeah, or their Instagram accounts. Okay. Or mm. Is Instagram going to be around in 30, 40 years? Yeah, well, we do, who knows? What's That's what I'm saying. I mean, you can never say never. Say never. So the fact that if you produce some photo books with some of your favourite images, mm. potentially they can live on past you. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? And that's a really good point actually. So when you're looking at creating your photo books, you want to have a look at things like how long is the paper going to last? Is it going to fade over time? Yeah. Uh, what sort of quality is it? So that's, it's once again, it's like, you know, these are little things that you maybe want to have a look at. Yeah. You know? and, and look, sometimes the subtle differences in price, it will be because of the quality of the ink that they use yes. or the process that they use to print. That's right. So, I mean, the other thing is quite often too, these days, one of the great things about the internet is that Everyone has an opinion, but you can <laughs> you can Google like who's you know who's had great experience of a photo book, and if you find three or four people come back and go, hey, I've got I use this particular one and the yeah. colours are great and it's been yeah. it's really well put together. Yeah, and someone might say, oh, I got such and such, and you know, two weeks on the pages were falling out. Yes, that's a really good you point. Know, and, yeah, and the covers were sitting there, and now it's all faded. And I've the, seen some of those ones where the bindings come apart yeah. and. So, yeah. so again, it's it's a quality thing. Like you know, mm. obviously, the more you spend, uh, and, and especially, I think if you're producing the book, that it's going to be handled a lot. Mm-hmm. So you're going to produce a book. They're going to maybe have five or six of these sitting on the coffee table. Yes. And so people will be coming in. They'll be picking them up. They'll be looking through them. Yeah. You probably want to get something that's a little bit more robust. Yes, I agree with you absolutely. You know, so. And the one that you've had printed is actually quite robust to be honest. Yeah, I opinion. went for the I went for the hard cover. Yes. There was a soft cover option as well. I prefer hard covers as well, yeah. Yeah, I, I went for the hard cover and if you did the hard cover then you kind of have to do the photo jacket if you want to have a photo. Do they call it a dust jacket? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's called yeah. a dust jacket. Yeah, so but it's it's full color as well. So yeah. you can actually see if you fold fold it out it's actually a a full landscape picture. It's a big image. Yeah, and it's 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 of a gentleman. I'm assuming it's a gentleman. It might be he's, a lady. He, no, it's a gentleman. He does. Um, it's a guy who does art on the beach at Byron Bay. So he yeah. he draws this amazing artwork with brooms and rakes and different things. And then it just gets washed away. And then it gets the washed away. So it's absolutely it's, beautiful. It's, it's only there for a short period of time. Yes, yes. I've seen lots of um, lots of on the internet many many years ago. I saw lots of artists that were creating this type of work, and it's really beautiful. Have, have you seen? I know. Do, we're digressing a little bit. <laughs> but have you seen the soya sauce art? No. Yeah, they do. They get soya sauce and they yeah. on concrete like sidewalks. Yeah. And use the soya sauce to do art. And yeah. It, and it just washes away. Oh, wow. So while while the soya sauce is still there, it's still there. You've got this amazing artwork. Yeah. So I've seen it. I think the first place I saw it was in uh, Disneyland in Hong Kong. They have a street artists walking around and they're actually doing, they were doing the cartoon characters, you know, Goofy and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, um, Mickey wow. Mouse. And, and would they paint it on? Or yeah, they were doing that, yeah, using brushes and, wow. and things and they were painting it and it was just soy sauce. Wow. I remember the old chalk artist from many years yes. ago. I grew well, up in Victoria sim- and, similar yeah. Similar thing, the chalk's going to, the chalk's not um, yeah. permanent. Some of those artworks were it's just incredible. Wash away. So, unlike if you do a photo book and then you've got something. Yeah. You can see this again. <laughs> you, you can see it over and over and over again. Yeah. So it's almost like an archival version of that artwork. It's great. Well, like I said, and like I said before, I didn't you know, want to sound all dark and gloomy, but I, I think it's 
look at it as it might be leaving a legacy of some of your yeah. work that, that future generations will better pick it up and see yeah. some of the shots. And the thing about it is in this, you've got the opportunity to put shots that mean something to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas like on a computer, if I went to your computer, I probably, and looked at your, your millions of images, mm. I wouldn't know which ones were dear and near and dear to you. You wouldn't actually know. No, I, I don't know. think anyone would. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. So Benny, pictures of my dog. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw you put a picture of Benny up today. Yes. <laughs> very, very cute. He's adorable. <laughs> so what's Benny? He's a He's a Shih Tzu Cross Cavalier, uh, apparently. But well, he barks I, like a Rottweiler. So uh, okay. Yeah, it might be Lasso Abso. We just never know. Just never know. We love our dogs. See, yeah. But there's a great thing too. Like people have people have a love of pets. Mm. So there's another really good Subject to do a photo book. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If someone you do, gave me a photo book you could of do, all Benny's photos, that's I'd what I'm saying. Myself. You could do the amazing <laughs> life of Benny. Terry's dog Benny. I would buy that book. No worries. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, and I'm sure, like, we've all taken lots of pictures of our pets over time. Mm, mm. So we could go back and do a, you know, a, from start to. I think I even have a t shirt with a print of Benny on it. Do you? Yeah, somewhere at home. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got it at Splendor in the Grass one year. They were converting. They were using your Instagram images to print them on T-shirts. Oh, okay. In a very similar method to, to how these um these photo books are created if you yep. use your Instagram account. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hilarious. So so hopefully we've given people some inspiration to maybe dig for your archives, mm-hmm. go suss out a few of the photo book um, deals that are out there at the moment, pick one that kind of takes your, takes your eye and... Create sh- some magic. And create some magic and print, yeah. print some and... And if you if you've done photo books, I mean, maybe you're you're already like a veteran at it. Maybe drop us some comments and just yeah, say why. Share with us which yeah, ones tell us why you, why you like doing photo books. Yeah. And what what are the what are the benefits you found from actually yeah. doing photo books? Yeah. Who did you share those books with? We'd yeah. love to know. Did you use them as presents? Did you yep. use them to give out to clients? Coffee um, table books at home or in the workplace. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. Well, Terry, as always, it's been fantastic chatting yeah, no, to thank you. Thank you. And. So, like I said, we just hope people jump out there and get those images and get them onto a page. Yeah, share your books with us. We'd love to see them. That's it. Till next time. (laughs) See you, Terry. See you, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.